I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Well, hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. My name is Christina, also known as the Relationship Boss to Many. I hope you are all doing amazing today. So excited. a good week. I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling all of the things. <laughs> but my merch is releasing this week and I've worked so hard on it, y'all. Like I really have. And the pieces are just so cute, so cozy, perfect for fall. I'm just feeling very proud that I get to gift you with this amazing new collection. And If this one goes good, which I know it will, there is going to be more in the future. I honestly had so much fun creating these clothing pieces for you guys. Like the crewnecks are cozy and warm and the designs are just so cute and so badass. It's like when you see those like designs on the street and you're like, oh my God, that's that's really cute. I actually really needed that message today. So we're spreading love through clothing. That is like my motto for this launch is that we're just spreading love for yourself, spreading love. If you want to gift your partner with a piece of clothing, if you want to spread some love to just strangers that see these messages on the street, we're spreading love through clothing y'all. And I'm just so excited. Um, but besides the point, anyway, that comes out on Thursday. If you were listening to this episode before Thursday or even after Thursday, September 22nd, make sure that you head to the link in this episode um, and check out some of the merch. I'm so excited. The link is going to obviously be available on all of my social media platforms as well as um, my website. So yay. Anyway, let's do a quick recap about the weekend because today is an episode all about um, navigating our triggers in relationships. Okay. What do you do? What does it mean to be triggered in a relationship? How do you navigate it? How do you coexist with your triggers? Um, and how do you kind of work with them if you're in a relationship this past weekend? Like I was triggered so badly. And a lot of, you know, I've been in an unhealthy abusive relationship before. I have also experienced um, things in my current relationship previously before that have hurt me, that have genuinely, genuinely hurt me. Um, And so a situation came up this weekend where I was really, really, really triggered. And now for those of you who need a reminder or a refresher, triggers are situations that represent painful reminders of your past, okay? They are often linked to childhood They are often linked to previous abusive or unhealthy relationships. Um, Anything that you may have experienced that made you feel unsafe um, that are now impacting how you react to certain situations today, okay? Triggers can be traced back to childhood experiences. Like I just said, for instance, if you've ever experienced neglect or abandonment, you might anticipate the same thing happening in your relationship, right? So 
if you experienced abandonment or neglect growing up and you're in the middle of an argument with your partner and they walk out of the room, they walk out of the house without saying anything, you could potentially be triggered in that moment um, because you feel as if they are abandoning you or neglecting your feelings or your emotions in that moment. So that's kind of a synopsis of, is that a word? That's kind of a breakdown of what triggers are. Okay. Um, and I was triggered as shit this weekend by none other than obviously my husband because that's who I live with. That's who my partner is. And that's who will trigger me the most um, in your relationship, obviously. Um, he went out Friday night. I don't care. He can go out all he wants. He was at like a work happy hour. Not a big deal. Okay. Literally not a big deal. Like I love my alone time. I get to watch the shows he doesn't like to watch. Like cool, chill, amazing. But my husband, my lovely, amazing, beautiful, compassionate, hardworking, amazing husband does this thing where he gets caught up. Okay. And he'll tell me that he is leaving when he's not leaving. So I get the text message. Hey, I'm leaving right now. Okay, cool. Awesome. Great. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. An hour passes by. He's still not home. Granted, he's literally like at a bar five minutes away. I'm like already feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then he updates me like 35 minutes, an hour later. And he's like, I'm sorry. I got caught up in conversation. Okay. I'm like starting to feel a little bit triggered and heated, but I'm going to be like, okay, deep breaths. We're going to let this one go. We're not going to get upset about this. He's communicating with me. Okay. Let's just see what happens. Okay. 35 more minutes pass by. I still don't hear from this man and he is still not home. Okay. And he messages me being like, I message him actually first. I'm like, yo, what's up? Where are you at? What's going on? You said you were leaving. Where, what, 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 the, what, what are you doing? And he texts me being like, okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm leaving right now. Okay. I'm leaving right now. He says it again. And then he uh, proceeds to wait another 35 minutes. I don't hear from him. He still isn't home. If he was leaving right then in that moment, he would have been home already. Okay. I'm getting more and more mad because I, I wait and I'm like, okay, said he was going to come home. I don't want to text him. I don't want to be that person. But I feel myself getting triggered. I feel myself getting angry. I feel myself having anxiety. I feel myself kind of having those feelings of uncomfortableness. Okay. My mind is racing. It's not like I think he's doing anything wrong, but this is now two times that he has told me that he was leaving and he wasn't. And so I text him and I don't hear from him. Text him again and I don't hear from him again. And then of course, like, you know, like another 20 minutes pass by and he calls me on his way home and he's like, Hey, sorry, I'm leaving. And he gives me this whole spiel about how his coworker and she had questions and she needed him. And all I'm hearing is she, she, she. Okay. And if you've listened to my past episodes, like him and I have had kind of things with, you know, friendships being boundaries being crossed for, you know, let's just say that. Okay. And I'm mad. I'm mad. I, I'm upset that he couldn't take five minutes or two seconds, not even five minutes, you guys, like literally 30 seconds to text me. Hey, I'm caught up in conversation. Um, my coworker had a question. I will be home. And it's not, listen, this is not me being controlling. I think that this is just being respectful of somebody else's time. Okay. Because he knows 
And I have communicated to him that I get triggered when someone says they are going to do something and they don't do it because of my past, because of my childhood, because of how I grew up. So not only was I triggered because he was saying he was coming home when in reality he wasn't, my dad used to do that stuff to me all of the time where he would make broken promises. He would say he would do things and he would never follow through or do them. So I'm immediately triggered because of a a link to something that happened in my childhood and I'm recognizing that and my partner knows that, okay? My husband is aware. Another trigger is also happening because I'm hearing female was a priority over me. Even though that's not the case, it's what the story and the narrative I was telling myself in my mind was happening, okay? And his aloofness and coming home kind of drunk and that that was just not the vibe. Not the vibe, not the vibe. So I freaked out, I got so mad. I noticed that I was feeling triggered. I noticed that I was getting really angry. And so when he got home, I really needed to separate from him. Um, We ended up arguing, of course, because he was getting triggered, because I was triggered. And it was just a, a crazy cycle. We ended up getting into a heated argument. And neither one of us were really listening to each other. I was trying to be calm, trying to separate myself. But you know what? In these moments where you know what you are supposed to do, I do this stuff for a living. I teach you guys how to do it. I teach you what to say. This is why I'm always so real is that our emotions are always going to get in the way of us taking the necessary steps we need to take to not have arguments, to not have big blow up fights and disagreements. Okay. It's going to happen. It's just how you kind of navigate the aftermath and what you're having happen in that moment, if that makes any sense, right? Taking control of your emotions once they're already kind of snowballing out of control. So we ended up working it out. We did. Conversations later, a little bit of arguing later, him needing to sober up a little bit because you can never have a conscious, healthy conversation when someone has been drinking, first of all. Like, it's just not a thing. Um, But... If you find yourself getting triggered, okay, it's very important to kind of recognize when you're getting triggered and really do your best to shift your attention back onto yourself instead of your partner, okay? You want to learn your triggers. Like, I am very aware of what my triggers are. I get very, very triggered um, when someone says they're going to do something and they don't do it. I get very, very triggered by yelling and raised voices and cursing because of my relationship with my dad and because of my abusive relationship, of course, right? I also get very triggered if another woman is involved in whatever I am arguing about with my partner or, you know, I see a text from someone and I just don't know the the story behind it because of what had happened in my relationship previously. Um, How I found text messages in my husband's phone. Those types of things will trigger you, right? But it's not because of the actions of your partner. It's because of what you're feeling inside yourself. So in order to explore your triggers and recognize when you're getting triggered and learning your own triggers, there's this like thing called, uh, called sifting, okay? It's a thing by this doctor called Daniel Segel. He calls it sifting, and it's when you sift your mind, okay? It stands for sensations, S, images, I, feelings, F, or thoughts, T, of course. So sift, 
that arise. So you want to kind of search within yourself for any sensations, any images or any feelings or any thoughts that are arising in these moments um, that you're getting uncomfortable or worked up or anything like that, right? And by doing this, it can give you clues about your early childhood experiences or your previous relationship experiences that were the original source of your strong emotional reactions. So for me, I'm able to pick up on the sensations that I'm feeling. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling jittery. I feel my heart beating, right? Because all I can imagine is, you know, my dad telling me things and never following through with them. And it makes me feel unimportant. It makes me feel like the other person doesn't care, right? And so my thoughts start to race. Oh my God, what if he's out doing this? Oh my God, what if he's trying to hurt me? Oh my God, why doesn't he care, right? And our thoughts just kind of go through these crazy spirals, right? So you want to kind of acknowledge that your feelings are valid, in that moment because you're being triggered by something that happened to you previously or happened in your life previously. It doesn't mean that your feelings aren't valid, right? Just try and take a little bit of time to examine them. Take control over your half of the dynamic, okay? Because in a relationship, there's another person involved. And of course, my partner could have done things a little bit differently in that scenario, right? But that's his responsibility to figure out. The only thing that we have control over is ourselves, how we react, what we say, and what we do in those moments, okay? So we can only control and have the power to change our half of the dynamic of when we are feeling triggered. So if you find yourself getting triggered, if you find your heartbeat racing, if you feel anxiety coming on, if you feel yourself getting angry and worked up because of something that is happening, Take a minute to separate yourself from the situation, okay, and go inward. Ask yourself, why am I feeling so triggered by this? Why am I having this emotional or physical reaction to what is going on? And really give yourself the opportunity to get down to the root of why you might be feeling this way. Sift through those sensations, those images, those feelings, or those thoughts that arise within you, okay? Try and link it to maybe something that happened in your childhood, how a parent made you feel, how a previous partner made you feel, right? And try and remind yourself, right, that you and your partner both have amazing qualities and your partner is not out to get you and you are not broken or anything like that because you are experiencing these things, right? You are a human being. Your partner is a human being, and we are all just trying to do the best that we can possibly do, right? In that moment, my partner was not like, ooh, yeah, like, I'm going to hurt her. I'm going to tell her one thing and not do it. (laughs) No, of course not, right? But in my mind, like, I'm not thinking like that. In my mind, I'm just like, you said you were going to do this, and you didn't do it, and blah, 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 blah. And I was very triggered in that moment, right? So we have to kind of remind ourselves when we're taking that space, recognizing our triggers, take that deep breath, that our partner is not out to get you and not purposefully trying to hurt you. You're just simply being triggered by something that you're experiencing, something that was said, the way something that was said, right? And you got to go inward. You got to take responsibility for how you are reacting in this moment, okay? After you've done that, after you've given yourself a little bit of time to breathe, after you've gone a little bit inward and figured out why you're being triggered in this moment, 
let yourself be vulnerable for a minute and communicate with your partner, okay? What you're being triggered by. Tell them that. Let them know why you're being triggered, what's triggering you, how maybe it can be different in the future, maybe what steps or actions they can take in the future to help with that trigger a little bit, right? Because when couples argue, when you and your partner are in the middle of a fight or an argument and emotions are arising, it's usually because both of you are being triggered in that moment. I'm sure with what I was saying to my husband, it was triggering him for whatever reason he's got to figure out, right? Because he was like, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm not trying to do all this. And he was trying to stand up for himself in like his own being triggered kind of a way, which made both of our emotions kind of rise and unable to truly listen to each other, right? We both have critical inner voices in our heads. And old emotions, old insecurities, old feelings, old Thoughts are being stirred up each time you're kind of experiencing these very heated arguments, right? So the best thing that you can do in a heated moment, in an argument that's starting to like have voices raised or emotions raised is listen to your partner, okay? You have to listen to each other. There's a difference between hearing someone and truly listening to what they're saying. The other night, my partner, my husband was hearing me. He was hearing everything that I was saying, but I don't think that he was truly listening to me. He loves to do this thing. I love him. Bless his heart so much. But he loves to do this thing where he'll apologize or acknowledge everything else that I have said or brought up in the conversation, um, except for the one thing that I'm telling him is bothering me about it. He's hearing me say, you were out drinking. You didn't come home on time. You didn't text me in a timely manner. You were talking to another girl. Instead of truly listening to me, tell him, listen, I'm feeling triggered because you said you were going to do something twice and you didn't do it, right? So he was hearing all of the other details instead of the one thing that I needed him to acknowledge. And maybe that was on me. Maybe I didn't communicate it clearly enough. Maybe I needed to just focus on the one thing instead of bringing in all of the other outside factors because he's like, this is ridiculous. Why are you mad at me for staying out? Why are you mad at me for drinking? Why are you mad at me for talking to another girl, right? But that's not why I was mad and that's not why I was triggered. I was mad and I was triggered because he said he was going to do something that he didn't do twice in the same conversation, right? So, you know, you have to truly listen instead of just hearing what you want to hear or truly listen instead of preparing your next fight back argument that you're going to say to your partner to prove your point, right? When you truly listen, you have to kind of stop talking over each other and really try and decipher what the other person is going to say or what they are saying, right? Um, it helps you better understand what's going on in your partner's head and how they perceived the situation, right? Whether you agree with how they perceived it or not, that's how they perceived it. So you have to truly listen to it and acknowledge and understand where they're coming from and show a little bit of empathy, okay? Um, this also allows you to be compassionate toward what your partner is experiencing and to separate what you think and say from the filter of your critical inner voice that's going on, right? When you truly sit back and listen to what the problem is, what they're saying to you, what they are truly experiencing and empathize with them a little bit and show some compassion, 
it kind of dies down all of the noise that's going on in your head, your own head, right? Being like, well, they're wrong. They're being ridiculous. Like, why are they even saying that? She just doesn't trust me, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I hope this made sense. And I hope this was really helpful. Like, you're inevitably going to get triggered by some things that your partners do. Um, it's, it's, you know, the beautiful thing about the way we grew up. Um, we are shaped from our earlier experiences, our childhood experiences, our traumatic experiences. And when you get into healthy relationships, there's going to be a time when you will feel triggered. And our immediate reaction is to run, yell, hide, fight, freeze, flee, whatever we have to do. But the only thing that will really help you with your triggers moving forward is going inward, taking responsibility for your part in this and why you're feeling this way instead of placing the blame on your partner. It wasn't my husband's fault that I was feeling this way. It wasn't my husband's fault that I was triggered. Of course, there were certain things that he could have done differently, but my reaction is my reaction. And I am solely responsible for my own triggers. And I am responsible for communicating my triggers to my partner as well. Okay. So just remember that if you're feeling triggered by something, ask yourself, right? What am I feeling? What are the thoughts that are running through my head? Did I go through something that, you know, is making me feel this way in my childhood? Did I experience something that is making me feel this way in a previous relationship, right? Ask yourself those things and really try not to place the blame on your partner. Instead, figure out what you need to feel safe and secure. Create some boundaries, right, that your partner should agree to and respect at the end of the day. But, you know. These things can be worked out. And if you seek support working through some of your triggers, recognizing them, you know, figuring out what they even are, talking through your childhood a little bit, this is what I do. This is what I help my clients with. I have two spots that are currently open for private one-on-one coaching if you need some support with this. So never hesitate to ever reach out if you're struggling to do this kind of work on your own, right? This is what I'm here for. You don't have to go through these things by yourself, okay? Um, I love you all so much. I hope that, you know, you're going to check out my merch. It's so exciting. Please, please, please support me. I love you all so much. Um, and if you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or night, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night, my loves.